You're listening to the Drowning in Shallow podcast, where we explore rich and meaningful encouragement that doesn't try to put a bow on difficulty. I'm Janelle, a wife, mom, business owner, lover of hospitality, and fellow needer of encouragement. This is a safe place to engage one another in honestly identifying our emotions, naming our troubles, and finding hope that lasts, even when our circumstances don't change. Stop drowning in the shallow platitudes of life. It's time to jump in, grab a life raft, and learn to float in deep waters. Subscribe to my email encouragements at encouragedwithjanelle.com. If you're tired of messages about positive thinking or self-empowerment that ignore or suppress life's true difficulties or our authentic, limited humanity, you're in just the right place. I'm so glad to have you here. We all know about family cultures and house rules. The laws that are sometimes stated, other times just known by all, that we're supposed to abide by or we get called out or in trouble. Everyone in the family has their roles and order and place and expectations are passed around to fit accordingly. We're born into the guidelines of our family of origin and grow up knowing them as second nature. We don't even think about them. It's just life to us. When we move out, if we seek to be intentional, we play a part in setting the culture under the roofs we live under. In our mundane lives, the relational dynamics we live in and their cultures surround us. They're how we experience life, the emotional atmosphere we live in. Regular interactions with a grouchy boss whisper to our hearts that we're never enough. Screeches and demands from small children tell us that impatience and selfishness rules the atmosphere we live in. Angry spouses overtly or passively scream displeasure. The pressure we feel to make things happen tells us we're not allowed to be human. The weight of the world is on our shoulders and everyone's waiting to see if we'll fail. Chatting with an anxious friend about a shared experience can unsettle our hearts as we realize we really aren't all that safe. What is the culture and atmosphere of your earthly experiences of this season? I've been camping out in the Psalms lately. Some days, I feel like I'm clawing my way through them, like they're the only thing with grip as I scale a slick mountain that threatens to destroy me. These authors have become close friends as we share our experiences together before the Lord. Psalm 27 has been one of those on repeat. The whole thing is just so rich. And as I've meditated, marinated, listened to, recited, memorized, and literally tacked up all over my kitchen, I've seen new sides of God's character on display here. Ones I really, really like. That offer freedom and rest no matter what earthly things I'm facing or what type or degrees of suffering God is calling me to. Verse 4 says, One thing I have asked of the Lord that I will seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. This hope-filled proclamation comes immediately following David's recitation of his adversaries seeking to destroy him. We all have enemies. Our own sinful hearts, the world, Satan himself, circumstances that threaten to undo us, seasons that bring us to the end of ourselves. As I read through this verse, a word jumped out at me. All, all the days of my life. Wait a minute. 
every time I've read this verse before, I've considered that I'll live face to face with God forever in eternity. A glorious hope. I have eternal life after this. But David is letting us in on a thrilling reality that is ours to embrace now and is for our today. You live in the house of the Lord already. Right this very second. Is today not one of the all of the days of your life? And you want to know what God's house rules are? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Don't let the familiarity of that list dull your ears to the beauty within it. Maybe even read through it again. You want to know with what ruling arm God administers justice, extends grace, corrects sinners, and comforts sufferers in his house? With the overwhelming fruits of his spirit, his very nature, love. His love is patient and kind. His love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. His love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. His love never ends. So as you live with a boss that is never pleased... Remember that what his demeanor, tone, posture, and words communicate to you are not reflective of God's heart. God is not irritated with you. He doesn't highlight and magnify your weaknesses. He is always gentle and kind with words, inflections, and facial expressions that celebrate your human limitations, offer hope and peace and come packed with a boundless grace for you. Even if the content of your boss's displeasures were accurate, the way it's communicated, if not saturated in this glorious list, does not encapsulate God's heart for you. Embrace that. Your children's needs that yell that you're not serving enough are not how God sees you. He is patient even as you struggle being patient towards little selfish souls whose needs exceed your God-given capacities. His patience knows no limits. He is never rude when he exposes your impatience, nor does he rejoice when he catches you being impatient. No, no, he rejoices in the truth that Jesus was always patient. And that is how he sees and relates to you. When you receive the brunt of another's anger, either by outburst or withdrawal, God reminds you that his words are always gentle and abounding in self-control. He is always near and forbearing. He keeps no record of wrongs. When the demands of life seek to choke out your very breath, God offers you joy, not the way America defines it, the way Jesus lived it, deep, abiding, hope-filled, not anxious, trusting, 
freedom. The authentic bubbling up of our hearts as we realize that God is on the throne and we are never expected to be. Breathe deeply. When a friend's restlessness seeks to entangle you with worry, you can find anchor and security in abiding in the house rules of the author of your faith. Your situation may be uncertain and unsafe. And we worship the God who uses brokenness, sin, blindness, and evil to do good to us and to bless us. He never minimizes or excuses the wrong we face. It merely displays his character, power, and love. So what about you? What are the cultural experiences or house rules of your current season of life? How do the fruits of the Spirit and God's definition of love speak to you today? And as you seek to bathe in these realities, how might they impact the way you interact with others? What if these lists were the measure we used to gauge the effectiveness of our interactions, conversations, and even conflicts? Was I patient? Loving? Self-seeking? Did I speak with kindness and gentleness? Did I have self-control and joy? Jesus, make us more like you. Thanks so much for joining us today on Drowning in Shallow. Go ahead and click that subscribe button so you don't miss an encouragement.